Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. The Introduction to the Devout Life by St. Francis de Sales, Book 1, Chapter 11, The Third Meditation on the Gifts of God, Part 1, Preparation. First, place yourself in the presence of God. Second, ask him to inspire your heart. Part two, considerations. First, consider the material gifts God has given you, your body and the means for its preservation, your health and all that maintains it, your friends and the many helps. Consider, too, how many persons more deserving than you are without these gifts, some suffering in health or limb, others exposed to injury, contempt, and trouble, or sunk in poverty, while God has willed you to be better off. Second consideration. Consider the mental gifts he has given you. Why are you not stupid, idiotic, insane? like many of those around you. Again, God has favored you with a decent and suitable education, while many have grown up in utter ignorance. Third, further consider his spiritual gifts. You are a child of his church. God has taught you to know himself from your youth. How often has he given you his sacraments? What inspirations and interior light? What reproofs he has given to lead you aright. How often he has forgiven you. How often delivered you from occasions of falling. What opportunities he has granted for your soul's progress. Dwell somewhat on the detail. See how loving and gracious God has been to you. Part three, affections and resolutions. First, marvel at God's goodness. How good he has been to me, how abundant in mercy and plenteous in loving kindness. O my soul, be thou ever telling of the great things the Lord has done for thee. Second, marvel at your own ingratitude. What am I, Lord? Thou rememberest me. How unworthy am I? I have trodden thy mercies under root. I have abused thy grace, turning it against thy very self. I have set the depth of my ingratitude against the deep of thy grace and favor. Third, kindle your gratitude. O my soul, be no more so faithless and disloyal to thy mighty benefactor. How should not my whole soul serve the Lord, who has done such great things in me and for me? Fourth, go on, my daughter, to refrain from this or that material indulgence. Let your body be wholly the servant of God, who has done so much for it. Set your soul to seek him by this or that devout practice suitable thereto. Make diligent use of the means provided by the church to help you to love God and save your soul. 
resolve to be constant in prayer, in seeking the sacraments, in hearing God's word, in obeying his inspirations and counsels. Part four, conclusion. Thank God for the clearer knowledge he has given you of his benefits and your own duty. Offer your heart and all its resolutions to him. Ask him to strengthen you to fulfill them faithfully by the merits of the death of his son. And say an Our Father and a Hail Mary. And gather the little spiritual bouquet. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians dear, to whom God's love commits us here. Ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, patron of thy own, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for me. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Before Francis de Sales explains his theory of how to make a Christian meditation, he gives examples of it. Now, you can read ahead in the book and find out his more detailed explanation, or you can do what he's more or less suggesting, which is follow what I'm giving you and learn to make a meditation by doing it. Follow the little steps I'm giving. For the teacher of prayer is above all the Holy Spirit. If we don't know how to pray, ask the Holy Spirit and he will teach us. We have to be humble, St. Philip says. Be humble and the Holy Spirit will teach you how to pray. Well, one of the ways the Holy Spirit teaches us to pray is by books like this, giving us little methods to get us started. And having talked to us about creation, having set before us the end for which we are created, now St. Francis reminds us of the gifts we've been given. After we put ourselves in the presence of God, we want to think. That's what consideration means, think. Think about the gifts he's given you. And there's an order. Start with your body. And then you start with mental gifts. And then he goes on to spiritual gifts. Now, once again, it's not easy for us when we hear this, because a lot of people today don't like their bodies. They don't consider their body a gift. Maybe they have a kind of hatred of their own body, their physical being. Well, instead of going that direction, just remember he's talking about your physical life itself. And even if you find your body frustrating, it could be a lot worse, Francis is saying. You could be much poorer than you are. Your health could be much worse than it is. And in fact, you have all kinds of gifts of, of the body. Okay, mental gifts, the fact that we can read, the fact that we can understand, 
we've been educated. All these things he wants us to call to mind, to consider, to make explicit that these have been given to us from God. It didn't have to be this way. There are many people who don't have these things. Then he wants us to think of all the things we have in the church. He wants us to really consider what we've been given. Consider that it was given us for our soul's progress. And he says, dwell somewhat on the detail. St. Philip Neri used to say, if we don't think about the things God has done for us in this life, we chill the love of God. We chill it and make it cold. We have to consider what he's given us in some detail. And that is supposed to then move us to an affective response, a marveling. It's not just thinking. Marveling in your heart is different. Wanting to talk about God, wanting something is different from thinking. And then feeling in like a marvel at your ingratitude. And then kind of turning against yourself, wanting to go against that ungrateful side. That wanting is not the same as things thinking. Think of a, an, of a dog outside of a door. He can know there's something on the other side. Some food, but not want it. But if he's hungry, he begins to sniff very, very strongly outside that door. He becomes very interested in what's on the other side of that door. In other words, knowing it and wanting it, even in animals, is not exactly the same thing. And the same thing in us. Thinking about our ingratitude is different from kindling your gratitude. Trying to, to make your heart respond in love to love. Of trying, to, of trying to move your heart to want to serve God. And then the fourth affection is a resolution. We're not just meant to spend our time meditating with nice thoughts and good feelings. He wants us to resolve to be constant, to change something about our lives, namely the means. Find out what the main means of getting closer to God are, and make a resolution to follow them, to obey them. The sacraments, prayer, docility to his inspirations. Wherever we are right now, whatever the means that are put before us, we want to resolve to follow him. And then having made this little meditation, within the last few minutes of it, of it, we draw a conclusion. Again, thank him what we've gone through in this time of prayer. He wants us again to spend at least a, a half an hour or an hour. I'm telling you about it so that later you can re-listen to this or you can read it and spend time with it. Or at least pause it, the recording. And then having thanked him at the end, you then offer yourself to him. And then you ask him, this is so important, Ask him by his son's merits to make it possible for us to put it all into effect. Even here, putting things into effect, being faithful is a grace, a gift. 
we have to pray for. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen.